Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM Newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story this half hour, a new development this afternoon in a long battle to bring a land-based casino to the city of Chicago. Executives at Bally's have just confirmed that their temporary casino at the old Medina Temple in River North will open for business at 8 a.m. tomorrow. The announcement follows two days of tests with state gaming regulators. And while tomorrow's opening of the casino will mean financial benefits for the city and the state, there's word also that the owner of the casino's temporary home is already cashing in. WBBM's Martinez adds that part of the story. An 80-page lease agreement obtained by the Chicago Sun-Times outlines a four-year deal worth about $20 million between Bally's and the owner of the former Medina Temple. According to the paper, the lease calls for more than $16.5 million in rent, in addition to $330,000 for management and Bally's paying the property taxes, which have been more than a million dollars a year. A two-year extension would cost Bally's an additional $9.6 million in rent and management management fees and that's on top of their property taxes. My Martinez News Radio 1059 WBBM. Standing by for an update outside City Hall from Alderman and Mayor Johnson reportedly talking now about his new plan to shelter some 3000 migrants bust here from Texas and other places. The mayor last night floated a plan to move the migrants from district police stations around the city into a military grade tent encampment. At an unrelated event today on the far south side, the mayor told reporters the plan arose from a series of discussions with stakeholders over the last few weeks. We've identified multiple locations around the city that can be suitable um, to, to treat the families and individuals um, who by law um, are seeking asylum constitutionally and legally um, to have a place that... Um, recognizes their dignity. More than 13,000 migrants have been brought to Chicago over the last year. Chinese manufacturer Goshen, which makes batteries for electrical vehicles, is opening a $2 billion plant in Mantino. The state promised more than a half billion dollars in incentives to land the plant that's expected to employ 2,600 people. Governor J.B. Pritzker called it a giant leap forward, saying it's the most significant new manufacturing investment in Illinois in decades. This new facility will produce lithium-ion battery packs and battery cells to power electric buses, electric trucks, electric cars made in the USA. The mayor of Mantino, Tim Nugent. Years ago, the entrance signs to the village of Mantino read, small town, big future. I think that announcements like today are exactly what they were hoping for. There will also be a training academy to prepare the workers. The plan is expected to be operating in 2024. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBF. Chicago Bears CEO Kevin Warren giving season ticket holders an upbeat assessment about a new team stadium, minus the location, of course. 
Warren is telling supporters he sees progress and remains engaged with, Arl- with Arlington Heights in Chicago and other suburban locations who toss their hats into the ring. The beat reporter, Chris Emma, broke the story for our sister station 670 The Score. He says Warren's letter promises an effort to narrow the list of candidates in the near future. I think they'd like to get it done fairly soon, but it's been a battle. Ken Warren stepped into this job officially in April. He was hired in January. This has been his most important task. This has been uh, really an uphill battle for him in terms of dealing with local officials and dealing with the political side of this. The Bears still have a lease deal for Soldier Field through 2033. Well, your neighborhood grocery store could be on the way to getting a new owner and a new name. Executives for the owners of Julasco and Mariano's in the Chicago area have finalized a plan to sell the Mariano's brand and 14 stores in the state to a grocery wholesaler. So the nearly $2 billion deal with CNS is designed to help ease antitrust concerns as regulators consider the merger of Jewel owner Albertson's and Mariano's parent Kroger. Kroger CEO Rodney McMullen told investors this morning that the deal includes assurances that stores will stay open. The divestiture plan ensures no stores will close as a result of the merger and that all frontline associates will remain employed. After the deal is completed, Kroger will still own about 30 Marianos in the Chicago area. Those will likely be rebranded. Elected leaders and others crowded into a CTA facility in the far south side to herald funding for the long-awaited Red Line extension. Transit officials have been promising to extend the Chicago Transit Authority's Red Line south to 130th Street pretty much from the time they opened the original 95th Street station. Now the federal government's committing $2 billion to the project, and Mayor Brandon Johnson welcomes the news. We are now significantly closer to being able to provide a point of connection that's been missing on the south side for half a century. In an all-star news conference on 111th Street, Congresswoman Robin Kelly stressed that it's not just about providing service for underserved neighborhoods. Public transportation, as you've heard, doesn't just move people, it moves opportunity. Expanding the red line into these communities will bring more investment, new jobs, and give our neighbors a better chance to achieve their dreams. CTA officials say the engineering phase starts now and some preliminary construction work could begin by year's end. Craig Delamore, News Radio 1059, WBBM. Well, this may not seem like an ideal day to eat outside, but this year's Taste of Chicago is formally open now in Grant Park. 35 food vendors and 15 food trucks. A number of musical performances through Sunday in Grant Park as well. On the tasty side, offerings range from the ultra healthy and even vegan to exotic meats and other creative food pairings. Probably our Italian beef nachos or our spicy pickle fries, which are both our taste options. Rebecca Vanderkloot of Doom Street Eats predicting what she will sell most. Her tent definitely on the list of creative food pairings. Yeah. So we have a chicken and waffle duck, which is a chicken apple gouda sausage in pancake batter on a stick with hot honey on top of mac and cheese. Taste of Chicago 2023 in Grant Park. Brandon Ison. News Radio 1059 WBBM. All Local is a production of News Radio 1059 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up to date news and information.